Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. Once you are at our webpage, there are links to many places you can hear our podcast, watch our videos, buy our book, and buy our famous Baby Boomer Tales coffee mug. Thank you for riding along. 30 years ago yesterday, my dad passed into glory. I felt very melancholy ever since I realized it yesterday. I try to acknowledge his birthday and his passing, the same way with my mother, every year. On his birthday, I wear a pair of socks that were his. Socks all of us boys always made fun of him wearing. We called them his silky socks, and I'm here to tell you right now, they are not comfortable. They wore them every day, same type of sock every day, same color, I think, brown. So I nabbed myself a pair 30 years ago. I've worn them 30 times. Miss you, Dad. Miss you very much. I have a tribute I did to him a couple years ago called Painter. You can find it wherever Baby Boomer Tales podcasts are played. Our unusual fact this week, honeybees can fly up to 15 miles an hour. Humans pretty much run 6.5 to 8 miles an hour, unless you're a world-class sprinter. So don't try to outrun a bee. You'll lose that race. Honey worker bees make an average of one-twelfth of a teaspoon of honey in their lifetime. A honeybee visits 50 to 100 flowers in one trip. They beat their wings 11,400 times per minute. That's what makes that buzzing sound, those wings flapping so fast. Honeybees never sleep. The average honeybee hive has 50,000 to 60,000 worker bees in it. The honeybee is the only insect that produces food for humans. That is, unless you're bought into this eat bugs instead of meat deal. Now, I don't really talk about social issues or political issues much, but I am not going to eat bugs. I don't care if John the Baptist lived on locusts and wild honey. Or was it wild locusts and honey? Anyway, I'm not going to eat a bunch of bugs. I want a Kansas City Strip steak, thank you very much, or a good old juicy hamburger made out of beef. That's me. That's just me. I don't care what you eat. I really don't. But I would think that you would like a burger too. Our song of the week this week is Over My Head by Fleetwood Mac. It is written and sung by band member Christine McVie. This great song was released in 1975 and it was on their album Fleetwood Mac. The song Over My Head reached number 20 on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. This song was inspired by Christine McVie's working relationship with band member Lindsey Buckingham. She was loosely quoted as saying, He was that guy that was cold as ice. Then it would be great. So I just put it in the song. Christine McVie passed last November. My favorite member of Fleetwood Mac. My home county was a very special place when I was growing up. People 
places and things remain with me to this day. I'm going to try to mention some of this stuff. If you're from there and you're listening to this podcast, this list will probably be different than if you were to put a list together of that special place in north central Colorado Rocky Mountains, 8,000 feet above sea level. I'm sure I'm going to miss some people, places, and things as I do this. And I'll probably wish I had a do-over. And luckily for me, I can do a do-over. I can make a volume two of this someday if I so choose. So I'm not going to take it too serious if I miss something. The main thing I'm always concerned about is if I exclude somebody and not on purpose. So if you think you should have been there and you're not, maybe you'll make volume two. Who knows? I'd like to think I'm on somebody's volume one, but who knows these things? I don't know these things. I barely know what I'm doing. Let me start with some natural wonders. The first one, and it's always a wonder to me, more than the mountains and more than all the beauty and everything, it's the aspen tree, the quaking aspirin. They say that the largest living organism on earth is an aspen grove somewhere. Amazing. I know that those little suckers will grow up everywhere. My dad planted two little bitty aspens in his front yard. I was probably about 15, 16 when he did that. And within years, we were just mowing down little baby aspens, trying to keep just two there. They're beautiful, and they turn gold in the fall. In the mountains, you look at those mountains and between the green of the evergreens, the lodgepole pines and the blue spruce and and all those wonderful evergreen trees, and then the gold of the quaking aspen, it is a sight to behold. Some other natural wonders. I talked about this in an episode a couple weeks ago. Abraham Lincoln, part of the Indian Peaks Wilderness, Looks just like Honest Abe laying there on the mountain. Devil's Thumb on another part of the county. It's a big rock just sticking up with a legend and a story of God and the devil fighting. God winning, of course. All that's left is his thumb sticking up. The old devil's thumb. Byers Peak, a wonderful standalone peak I could see from my house when I was growing up. And Byers Canyon. A great canyon that the Colorado River has created. There's a highway that runs through it and a railroad that runs down there by the river down below. Beautiful canyon. That Colorado River running into the canyon. Right before it goes in the canyon, it kind of spreads out and widens out. Little Hot Springs town there has put a park down there and it's good fishing down in there and the river seems all calm and lazy and nice and then it enters that canyon and there's rapids and the water is moving very fast. The Great Lakes of the Rockies from my hometown going towards the National Park. Three lakes up there that are called the Great Lakes of the Rockies. Very beautiful. One lake is quite large. The cliffs above K-Town, I've spoken of those before also. Wonderful natural cliffs that stand very high overlooking the town. The solitude I would feel as I went up Sawmill Gulch 
or over the beaver. The graveyard up by my little hometown where my folks are buried and so many people that shaped my life as I was growing up. It's a wonderful little graveyard and it overlooks a nice hill and there's a hill falls away from the graveyard and kind of opens up. Quaking aspen all through the cemetery there. I like the old Merck building in the icebox town. That old Merck building. You know, the icebox town. The place where you enter, you leave planet Earth. Four miles from that little town is another little town with the old general store. And I miss Mr. Shoup. He was a friend of mine. I'm saddened as I go over Red Dirt Hill and think of all those who lost their lives on that road. As I get off Red Dirt Hill and I'm chugging on towards my little hometown, going north, I remember the haystacks at Bud and Helen's ranch. Loose hay and huge, tremendously huge stacks of hay. When I enter my hometown, there's some buildings there that are definitely the best of my county. One of them's my dad's old store building that's now a nice shop that local artists can put their wares in. It's got my stamp of approval on it. Two doors down, the trading post building, whatever it's called today. The old hardware store, kind of across the street from my dad's old store building. The old hardware store with its wooden floors and its basement and the office that overlooks the whole store. I also miss the old high school. That's a grade school now, I do believe. But that old high school, the gymnasium there housed the state championship basketball team of 1963. What a team that was. The whole community would pack that gymnasium for home games. It was really quite amazing and pretty loud. When you go up to the lake town, 16 miles to our north, there's an old store called Humphreys there. The boardwalks up and down the main street there, and the pine cone, and the rapids. The little town that housed the hot springs, and at the mouth of the canyon, the hot springs, they're still buildings. It was a resort at one time. The old indoor pool still stands, even though it is not operational. They put an outdoor pool there. And the old school, that's now a museum. But I went to school there, and my mother graduated from high school there. K-Town had the hospital, and the fairgrounds, and the Statue of Liberty. Some people that I'll never forget that were really part of the best of that county. Now this list could go on and on. Now I was tempted to look up in historical manuscripts and I decided not to. And I'm going to try to talk about people that maybe weren't like Dutch, whose family was a pioneer family and I knew him very well. But there was Larry up at the icebox town. There was a nice gentle guy. Gave my wife a job. In fact, she worked for him when I met her. And he owned that old mercantile building. And Maxine, that was our neighbor in that town when we first got married, up the road a spell was my friend Dan's, his dad, who was hurt very, very badly 
and yet he pulled himself up by the bootstraps and raised Dan and his sister. I always admired him, no matter how many issues he had to deal with. Going back to my hometown, there's Pete at the mobile, Sonny and Ruthie at the bowling alley, Fred at the Ford garage, Bob and Louie at the drugstore, and Barb at the theater. Bruce and Florence, who were our neighbors when we bought our first house when we were first married. Jay, who saw something in me that I don't think anyone else saw in me and taught me everything I ever knew about business. And Joe, our neighbor there in our first house. Probably the one person that saved my oldest daughter's life. You go up to Lake Town and there's Patty and Chuck who turned into my sister's-in-laws, and Ray, who owned the little grocery store down in town, and J.R., the preacher that taught me that being a Christian is actually fun. There's Horace up at the Hot Springs town, the best skier possibly that that county ever produced. Now, when I say things like that, there were so many world-class skiers that came out of that country and are still producing did I get a little feedback on that once in a while? That's okay. This is only my opinion. Enough of K-Town. This guy had to be the most famous guy ever, and that's old Doc. There's many more people, many more places, and many more things, and I just named a few. A few that are in my Hall of Fame. Always be kind. You'll be glad you were. I'll be back next Wednesday Peace out. What you doing, Homer? Jerry, I have made a new invention. What's that, Homer? I've got this Polaroid camera right here. You know, the one that we ran out. And watch this. I am turning it around. And now it's facing me. And i got it lifted a little higher than usual and now I'm gonna smile and I'm gonna push that button and Ooh, doggies now wait a minute wait for it wait for it look at look at Jerry look at the pictures coming the pictures coming I took the very first selfie I have invented the selfie. What's selfie mean, Homer? I took a picture of myself. <laughs> Let me try that, Homer.